When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Podcast. I am Anthony Totri, joined on this Friday Fun Day by Sean DePaz and Chain's not here. Chain's not here. He's a birthday boy soon, though, so he deserves some time off. He's in Texas. He's accompanying Mac Morgan. Yeah, uh, in Austin. Yeah, it is what it is. I'd like to go to Austin someday. Would you? Yeah, I've heard it's a cool place. I know someone who moved there that I used to work with. I feel like you have a lot of hatred for Texas schools. So no, like, but not. No, I hate, I hate other Texas schools because I love Texas. I grew up a UT oh. fan. So I hate Oklahoma and I hate Texas Tech and I hate Texas A&M. Oklahoma's particularly not in Texas. Texas. Well, no, but I, they're a rival. That's why I hate those schools in particular is because of my... Texas will always have a spot in my heart. Obviously, if it's ASU versus Texas, ASU is always going to come first. Yeah, what happens if they're in a conference together? Because that... Could. It is a possibility, apparently. <laughs> there are a lot of possibilities <laughs> in the realm of college athletics right now. Um, it, it started off as maybe not rumor, but just like a report that UCLA and USC were trying to move to the Big Ten yesterday. All of a sudden, that is now a done deal. Unanimous decision. Um, the Big Ten board of directors voted unanimously to allow USC and UCLA in the conference starting in the 2024 and 2025 um, season. So the Pac-12 now without arguably its two biggest, most notable schools left with 10 schools. What happens next? So uh, first off, they're going to have to rename the conference. Well, not Uh, if they add two more schools. Well, well, I want, well, yeah, not if they add two more schools, but if if the Big Ten, like if the Big Ten's definitely gonna have to change their name, because a they well because like right now they're the Big Twelve, yeah, which if you didn't know already exists, um, and if they add two more schools, then they're the Big Fourteen, and they got to change their logo. Remember for a while they had the Big Ten with like the one snuck into the zero because yeah, they had yeah, eleven yeah. schools, um, um, but yeah, I time think it's it time to pack it up. Yeah, I'm with Josh on this one. It is time to pack it up. The Pac-12 is dead. Um, it's been dead Wait, in really, spirit though, for. It could be. Uh, but I mean, I think the Pac-12 has kind of been dead in spirit for a little bit, to be yeah. honest with you. I What I've always hated is the Conference of Champions, because yeah. for a long time, the Pac-12 hasn't been a champion in anything relevant, or at least in a revenue sport, in a minute. Yeah. When was the last time like, they've won anything in football, basketball, or baseball? 
Yeah, I mean, Oregon was there for a little bit in football. Utah was there, and I mean, USC was on the is in the process of becoming relevant again, but obviously they're on their way out. Um, basketball, UCLA doesn't even, they just need to kind of be good to be relevant because they're UCLA and they're so storied. They're Uh, good because they got a great color scheme. That's the only reason UCLA is good. Yeah. And I mean, Utah football has been good, but no one even really cares that they're good because it's Utah. Yeah. Um, and it's fuck Utah until I die. Um, okay. (laughs) I just, I just don't know anymore. Like, I forgot your question. (laughs) (laughs) What's next for the Pac-12? Death? <laughs> like I don't I, like the, what's next realistically is that they add probably San Diego State and Boise State because like are there any other schools like G, I, I joked about GCU GCU may be a possibility if they had a football team but obviously they don't so that's not gonna happen Colorado State maybe I mean if they really like if it gets real desperate like a Hawaii maybe just so you can say that you have Hawaii I don't know I mean the conference of champions thing is like. History. They are the conference of champions, just not in the sports that America cares about. If we're being <laughs> realistic, like ASU dominates in in triathlon. Like Pac-12 is the best softball and baseball conference in America, in my opinion. With SEC, obviously, uh, competes there. But like, um, so like, it's a great wrestling conference. It's a great gymnastics conference. Great golf conference. Not in, not in things but that... it, in the, the two big ones, you know, it's. I mean, Stanford women's basketball has been an absolute juggernaut recently. Yeah. Stanford like, baseball. Stanford baseball. Um, Stanford should add. Should I saw someone joke about this? But Stanford should leave and go to the Ivy League. Uh, at this they point. should. Like, they honestly should. If we're switching conferences, like, and, and if location doesn't matter. Well, so this is the next thing that I want to talk about before we get into what's next for Arizona State, like from an individual perspective, because yeah. we've got an interesting theory that could potentially work. Um, what? What do you think? A potential Pac-12, what? The Mac Pack. Mac. Oh my God. Mac. The Mac and the Pack combine forces. You get some action just out west. Holy shit! And I'm gonna get a little more excited than I actually am because for Shane in Shane's honor because he loves action. Um, turn me up for action in the Pack. McPaction. McPaction. Sponsored by McDonald's. Um, wow. Okay. That would be awesome. But sorry, what your question? The potential. <laughs> Of a Big 12, Pac-12 merger where you, you get pretty much the leftovers yeah. of the Power 5 coming together as opposed to adding SDSU or Boise State. You combine those two conferences, not necessarily a super conference because none of those teams are really juggernauts. Yeah. But I feel like that's the only way that you can really salvage the Pac-12. Like the Pac-12 is in such a different situation than the Big 12 yeah, is. I agree. Because I feel like the Big 12 has every available option to poach schools from the Pac-12. Because people care more about Big 12 sports oh, yeah. than they do Pac-12 sports. Oh, yeah. So I feel like the ball is in the Big 12's court in that scenario. But what would you feel like if those two conferences, I guess, were to potentially merge? I, I My biggest thing is like what does – I mean – at this point, I don't know what option they have. Like, I feel like that is realistically the best option they have because I think it's it. There's no longer a power five. I think it's a power three at this point. It's really a power two point five. Yeah. Like, it's it, it's it's the Big Ten, the SEC, and then kind of the ACC. But the I don't know what the ACC is going to do. Like, ACC always does its own thing. Yeah, the ACC is just going to rock on the East Coast. Um, the Maryland should be in the ACC. I don't I don't know why. They're, well, they're in the Big Twelve because they're or the. Big time because they don't have money. Um, 
which is why UCLA is also there. But like when you look at it from the Pac-12 stand, standpoint, what do they gain? Kansas basketball, I think, is the biggest thing they gain. Yeah. Um, football wise, Baylor, I guess. I mean, they were again. They were Oklahoma State. Yeah, Baylor and Oklahoma State are the two that you get. I mean, those are in my, in my personal opinion. I think replacing. I think when you add Baylor and Oklahoma State, I think you almost get better as a conference than you do with UCLA and USC. Not to mention you add Kansas basketball with this merger. I think the Big 12 Pac-12 merger puts the Pac-12 in a better scenario than it was with just the LA schools. I agree in certain aspects. Obviously, financially, I don't think you do because of the value that LA brings having yeah, in the conference. Those LA markets are definitely um, a lot bigger. So that part's a little tough. But in terms of like the on-field product, like like I said, you add Kansas basketball, who immediately becomes the best basketball team in the conference. Yep. Um, well, historically, obviously, Arizona is. Can you imagine amazing. that tournament though? Yeah, you get Arizona. Kansas, Arizona. Yeah. Like those are those are, those are going to be some fun games. Again, this is all yeah. a hypothetical is, situation. Gotta, um, from the big tw- the Pac-12 standpoint, you get the Seattle and Phoenix markets, which I think are the, the two. If Washington stays in the Pac-12, that is, because obviously there's the whole thing with them potentially going to the Big Ten. But like, if Washington stays here and the Pac and ASU is here, you get the two biggest West Coast markets that aren't Los LA. Angeles. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. Like at this point, I, I think this is kind of their only option. Um, like you, you have to merge because at this point, it's clear that that's what the Big Ten and the SEC are trying to do. They're trying to become super conferences. Yeah. Like I think they've already done it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What? The, the, how many schools does the SEC have now? Is it? Are uh, they at twelve? How many did they have? Before? They got to be at twelve or fourteen. Yeah, I think I don't know, but the SEC, the Big Twelve. I hear is, David typing back yeah. there. I imagine David's looking that up. <laughs> the Big Twelve. Oh, do we have it's fourteen? I don't think this is counting their two new ones. With so Texas they'll be sixteen. And, uh, yeah, Texas and Oklahoma. So it will be sixteen. Okay, and then SEC, the Big Ten's trying to get to sixteen with Oregon and Washington slash either, Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, so, th- this is the only option. This is really the only option. The, the yeah. I think the a- ACC needs to try and eat up the Big East and get UConn. Get um, see that's where I think- or no, they're in the American. They're not in the Big East. They need to eat up the American too. I think those three conferences need to merge the Big East, the SEC. Bring back the because you look at the ACC. I know that's kind of a tangent, but the like that rivalries you add by merging that you get back the Syracuse rivalries with UConn. You bring St. John's a little more relevance, like stuff like that. Listen, in an overarching thing, people are getting really upset about this, and it's like, oh, it's all it's so bad for college sports. I think, particularly for football and basketball, this could be so good for college yes, sports. Yes, for those two sports specifically. The other ones, obviously, there's going to be problems. I don't think it necessarily, it necessarily, it probably will, but I don't think it necessarily hurts the other sports as much as people are reacting to yeah. it as. But that's a, I could literally could sit here and talk for an hour. Matt in the chat saying, not going to happen, but merge with Big 12 to become the first 20-plus team super conference, Big Pack Conference. Yeah, there I mean. a tweet about that where it's like, you could have the biggie in the pot conference. And it's just, it's just one. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, I think realistically, if this happens, you don't get a twenty plus because I think if that happens, you th- this only happens. It's if, a new conference entirely. Yeah, but I think this only happens if the pack loses more schools. I think realistically, I think when this is all said and done, you'll see ASU and Arizona, probably Oregon. Potentially Stanford. But, yeah, but where does Stanford go? Like we joke about the Ivy League, but where do I think honestly they could go to the Ivy League. 
Yeah, but the, 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 the thing about the Ivy League is they don't have the financial resources to be sending these motherfuckers out. out no, to but Stanford California. doesn't necessarily need. Stanford's in a position where they don't necessarily need that conference. Like that conference needs Stanford more than them. Like yes. this, this is again, and we joke about it all the time. But Notre Dame is in such a unique position, and yeah. actually, Notre Dame controls a lot of what is going to happen next. I mean, that's well. yeah. Them being independent and being good at sports is one of the, the like the and biggest sticking a shit points of college. Money. Yeah, because like it's the same thing with the college football playoff. The reason I, I think really the only reason that there isn't an expanded college football playoff is because how does Notre Dame not being in a conference fit with the idea of automatic births, right? Yeah. Like conferences getting automatic births. So it's weird. It, yeah. I I am enjoying this to be honest. Like I think this is it's first off. Unique. Thank you for handing us off season content. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like. I think it's it's cool to be alive. Like, yeah, not to get it's cool real to be alive. serious. It, it is that, cool to be alive. Is factual well, information. Um, but <laughs> like, not to get like too serious. But like, we've been living through some really and some pretty shitty historical <laughs> stuff recently. Yeah. it's pretty awesome to live through something that is doesn't really have a massive impact on society as a whole. That is also pretty historic. Bro, I'm just happy sports are going on again. Yeah, honestly, I'm sports. Are, I'm sports are doing the damn thing. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's gonna be super interesting, man. Because we bring up the ACC, yeah, and I feel like the ACC is kind of a slept-on player yeah. in, in all of this because they haven't really made any moves. They're not going to – odds are they probably won't make any moves. Yeah, but then three days from now you're going to be like, oh, and Miami and Florida State are joining the SEC. But like, I don't think – because everyone's talking about, oh, the Big Ten is trying to get Oregon and UW, but they only want UW if Notre Dame doesn't go to the Big Ten. My idea is the – is Notre Dame doesn't play Big Ten opponents that often. Yeah. Right? Like, they've got their big rivalry with Michigan, and they're going to open the season this coming season against Ohio State in Columbus, which is going to be a great game. But historically, Notre Dame has played more ACC opponents. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they were in the ACC for the COVID year. For that one year. Yeah. And they won the conference. And they're ACC for basketball. Yeah. yeah. So if, if Notre Dame is going to up and stop being independent, which, again, I just don't see that yeah. happening because they make so much money anyways, there's a scenario where if they do... I feel like you get Notre Dame to the ACC, yeah. and you get Stanford to the ACC, and then you've got Oregon and UW moving to the Big Ten, and then that leaves the Pac-12 kind of in a super, super shitty situation where I don't see a merger. I see everybody else kind of leaving and going to a different conference. And a lot of this revolves around the fact that the television rights yeah. are up at the end of the season. That's why UCLA and USC are able to switch conferences in 2024 without a giant financial penalty. Yeah. I just, like, I feel like the only, the, the future is conferenceless college football. And I, I kind of mentioned it a, a few shows ago where I talked about the idea of all of the big schools just kind of upping and saying, screw the NCAA and just doing their own thing. I, I mean, we're moving towards that. Yeah. Like, because I think at a certain point, you'll get to a point where if you have 50 schools or whatever that are, are the best and you you lose some like like a Missouri, you know, like they might not make the cut. Even Remember though they the were SEC. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like there's like random schools like that, like a Maryland or a, a Northwestern that might not make the cut into like a super conference, which sucks for them. ASU has the Phoenix market. So yeah. and Northwestern has Chicago market, I guess. So they'd probably stick around. But um, like. It's just it's just such a weird like they don't need this. They, the, 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 what's best for them right now is to just play each other yeah. and be able to cycle through opponents. Um, 
I don't really know what schools are going to do. Stanford being in the ACC, that feels even worse than the UC, UCLA and USC being in the Big Ten because that's even a, a larger travel. Yeah. And the travel thing has been a big sticking point with all this. I just want to say that flying from LA to Columbus, for example, which is kind of smack dab in the middle of the, of the Big Ten region, is only like a few hundred miles further than a Tucson to Seattle flight, which is no one has ever complained about because it's in, in conference. conference. Um, and only a few hundred miles further than Miami to Boston College, for example. Um, like, so the travel thing is like not that not that significant. Um, I just don't know. Like, there's a regionality aspect to it, but teams are leaving with their rivals anyways. Like, Texas left with the only other school that holds a candle to them. Not to mention the fact that you get back the Texas and Texas Texas A and M rivalry. It's a lot. It's it is a lot. A lot. LTC and the Chattahang Phoenix Sports Market is about to start spinning on its head. That is 100% true, especially with the whole KD thing. Yeah. Uh, we got the Coyotes draft next week. Like, there is just a lot going on um, right now Truly. in sports. Um, sometimes it can make your head hurt. A little bit. And there's only one way to deal with all of it, aside from, you know, some, like, ibuprofen and shit to yeah. stop your head from spinning. But You either do the ibuprofen or... Four peaks. Yeah. Because not at the same time. No, you that's do it definitely not encouraged at all. It's but not encouraged. It's strongly separately, discouraged. Separately. <laughs> separately, they're good. And or. Yes. Our four recommendation peaks. would be four peaks. Um, specifically for me, the peach ale, bro. I, I talk about it literally every show. It is so fun. The peach ale is amazing. Um, it really just depends on how I'm feeling. I kind of rotate between three, you know, hazy has been, I've been into. I tried the peach because everyone's been so high on it. The Getting peach into ale the, is the Alabama, or it's the SEC of beers. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, the hazy is the Big Ten, um, and Kilt Lifter is the future. It is the the Super Mac conference. Pack Twelve, the the Big Mac <laughs> the Pack Mac. Twelve, <laughs> brought to you by McDonald's. Um, <laughs> it is also delicious. Um, yeah. You can't go wrong. You can't you go really wrong. You really can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong. But if you are going to choose to drink, please be 21 or older and please drink responsibly. Let's talk about ASU now, right? Because this is an Arizona mm -hmm. State podcast. Um, let's try and figure out what the hell is going to happen with ASU. <laughs> there is a theory. Turn me up. I know there is a theory. And I read this to and you and you freaked the fuck I freaked out. freaked the fuck out just a little bit. <laughs> so Just a little bit. Matt Priam, who is a, a beat writer who covers Oregon. Right, yes. He tweeted this out. Two things. One, I wonder if the Big Ten is wanting Oregon and Notre Dame and only takes UW if Notre Dame doesn't come. And two, this is where Arizona State's involved. If I'm the SEC, I quickly add Oregon, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State. You get a West division that becomes Oregon, Utah, ASU, Arizona, Oklahoma, Texas, A&M, Missouri, Arkansas, and LSU. You'd have ASU... In the SEC, oh my God, turn me all SEC the way West. Can you imagine? Uh, no, I literally can't. <laughs> I literally can't. First off, no one wants I've to see... I've never seen Sean more excited when I brought something up than that. Could you imagine an ASU game in either Austin, Texas or Norman, Oklahoma? That shit would be ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Would it be good for ASU sports as they sit right now? No, they would probably get embarrassed. But if you are looking at a recruit... Right. And you're talking talking to an L.A. kid. Right. And they're like you could go play at ASU or you can go play at USC, UCLA. Um, but half your games are going to be in the northwest or in the northeast, the Midwest, whatever. And it's going to be snowing half the time. Or. Yeah, those L.A. kids, bro, are going to 
hate that. Yeah, or you could come a few hours east, play at ASU, and your games will be, oh, at Alabama, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Texas, where, in case you didn't know, the weather's almost always nice. I think your pitch to them at that point, let's say the SEC West becomes a thing, yeah. right? And this division, again, where all these phenomenal yeah. athletic programs exist, I think your pitch to recruits is, Come to ASU because, like you said, you're not you're not going to those LA schools yeah. and you're playing, you know, in the snow. You're playing those teams. Come to ASU. You get a beautiful place in Tempe, right? You're gonna get that new district coming up soon. Come be a giant slayer. Yeah. Come to ASU. Let's go beat Alabama. Let's go beat Oklahoma. Let's go beat LSU. Like that's got to be your only pitch. Think about ASU secondary specifically, right? You, you're in it because the SEC, I think, is the best secondary, especially with the addition of Texas. It's the best secondary conference in um, in college football. And now you talk about ASU being there, and you get a, a, a five star cornerback from LA, and you're like, listen, you're gonna be get, you're gonna get to go up against Alabama receivers who are behind Ohio State, probably the best receiving core in college football um, in any given year. And you're gonna have the eyes of all of like all exactly. the post scouts are that, watching that's the SEC. Exactly what it is, you know. So like, and you get to play in by the way, because like ultimately, when it comes to what who's paying, what scouts are paying attention to, like the Big Ten, SEC, probably pretty equal. But one of them gets to play in good weather, and one of them has the most historic like football heritage ever, like especially with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma, like. You think about any given week, you get to play in beautiful Tempe, right? And then, oh, next week we're in. We get to play at um, Texas, and then Oklahoma, and like all of the, the tradition that you get to be around. I cannot say. And we talk about like Trisha Ford, for example. Why well, Trisha Ford? Why? Because the the Pac-12 doesn't make the money to pay coaches or build facilities that the SEC does. You know where you can get those that money and the facilities. When you're the in the SEC, SEC. <laughs> like you have all like that's a situation where all the programs benefit, I think, because the 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 travel from from Phoenix to Austin, Texas, is not nearly as ridiculous as LA no, to to Penn State or or Columbus, Maryland. like like yeah, <laughs> like that's not that's not so bad. Yeah. I just I, I think that is their best option. If somehow ASU, because. Well, think about it from Ray and Dr. Crow's perspective. Yes. Right? They're all about innovation. Yeah. This is 100% innovation, and we've heard countless times about how they are going to do what's best for the university. Right? Yeah. We got um, a comment that ASU hockey has been... ASU hockey is a very interesting... Big Ten, the shakeup with Pac-12 makes me curious where all our programs end up now. It is a that very is interesting true. cog in the situation because there is no SEC hockey. Yeah. Right? Um ASU obviously ASU hockey right now obviously is independent, but during their COVID year they played in, essentially in the Big Ten. There obviously. are, I mean, there are programs that are independent in sports that yeah. have and that hockey are, with them being out here, like it's a particularly different situation. Like the conferences don't translate. I am to sure there could be a scenario where, let's say, this SEC West division exists, yeah. where there is a an accommodation for ASU hockey to be a part of the Big Ten. Yeah, like they're they're. I think they have out. to be. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Um, or they could stay independent and just play school. Like they'll at least be closer to. Or no, they wouldn't be any closer. It's not like the school's fucking moving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I don't know. The, the 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 ASU hockey is a very interesting cog in this, and I know Arizona's trying to build up their hockey program. So like, that also would be interesting. But they 
them being in the Big Ten in particular, like the whole athletic department being in the Big Ten, I don't see that happening. I don't think the Big Ten wants anything to do with Arizona. Um, it's but Ray, Arizona, man. ASU in the SEC. You want to talk about how Crow and Ray yeah. fix this or at least save their legacy a little bit? This is how you do it. Yeah, break is the news you, that you're going to the SEC. You find a way to make this SEC West division an actual thing, right? Yeah. Ray's big thing is we're not going to be big on NIL. We are going to 100% get our focus to getting our players drafted or to the next level. You, you want to know where they the do SEC. that better than anywhere fucking else? In the, In the, the SEC. SEC. Find a way to make this SEC West division actually exist, and I think you gain some of the respect back from the ASU fan base. And Texas running back Bijan, he just got a Lambo deal. So your guys are going to be getting their NIL deals too without you having to do much work. Not to say uh, Bijan Robinson, I'm pretty sure, went to high school in Arizona. Did got really? point Catholic. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, Pac-12 mascot games, bro. When they bring out this college football game, if they don't have mascot matchups in that game, I'm going to be irate. Because running around with Otto the Orange against, uh, I guess his name's not Bevo because the real Bulls... Bevo, but um, running around with mascots playing football is in the old NCAA. mascot an actual orange? No. Fun fact, Otto the Orange is not an orange. He is the embodiment of the color orange. So he's really just an orange sphere with a face. He is not a fruit. An orange sphere is an orange. No, no. but he's like, he, he's just... He's he an is, orange circle. He's not an orange. He's orange. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I learned that, <laughs> obviously, while I went there. Um, but he is not like you take his hat off. There's no little stem in a leaf. Like he's just an orange blob. He is orange. He's the embodiment of the color orange. So the sun? No, the sun's yellow. Well, I guess when you actually look when you at draw it, it when you're you five look, years well, old, yeah, it's yellow. When you look at it in the sky, we're, we're not, this isn't a geography class. That's not. That would That's be geography. not geography. <laughs> this, isn't a, this isn't an astronomy. <laughs> this isn't an astronomy class. I mean, I guess it's kind of been a geography class because we've been talking a lot about travel yeah. and cities around a country and all that stuff. But I will say. Um, the map of the AC of the uh, the Big Ten now is hilarious. Oh my god, it's the dumbest thing ever. Because you get yeah. those two LA schools, and then you've got everybody else all next to each other. Where yeah, they should. They should the, uh, UCLA and USC should become super fierce rivals with Nebraska. I just call it the proximity rivalry because they are by far the closest. Not by far, but they Nebraska is the closest Big Ten school to, which is think, hilarious. I don't think those. I just don't think they took into consideration what weather is going to be like there. Um, when they're playing games from October, join the ACC. December. Syracuse is a dome, um, and half their schools are in nice weather. Um, like when USC played last year in Indiana, and it was a night game, and the weather was like thirty some odd degrees when yeah. it was like eighty in LA. They literally did a player interview, and the players were like, "Wait, what? It's how cold?" Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like I have talked to various athletes. Like there was an old Bills player that I had. A, I was. I had a, like I was friendly with, and then I like talked to him. He went to LSU. He's from Louisiana, and I asked him like his favorite part about playing for the Bills, and he said the snow. Like so, there is there are definitely players who will relish an opportunity to play in the elements because you don't get to do that in Southern California. And that's a cool part of football is playing out in the elements, which is why I hate that Syracuse has a dome. But that's a story for that. Yeah, I like that Shane's not here to to uh, make fun of us for how much we talk about our alma mater. Yeah, my alma mater, your, your <laughs> former job site. Um, but it's interesting. The future is interesting. There's no way if the a if ASU wants to survive, if they want to innovate, and if Ray Anderson wants to keep his SEC fucking job, SEC West, not even the SEC, just not the Pac-12, because that's fair. You either hop off this ship or you go down with it. There is no and fixing this is it at a this shitty, point. This isn't 
This is not Pirates of the Caribbean. You are not going down with the Black Pearl. This is not some great ship that you <laughs> want to be sinking with. You would much this rather... This is not Titanic. Yes. You need to be jumping ship. You There's no be, raft here. You want to be a woman or child, not a man, because you need to get on a raft <laughs> and get out of here. Don't be the band playing with the ship. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, regardless, if these super conferences, whatever, happen, super, super excited to see these matchups on a yearly basis. Yeah. Um, super excited to potentially bet on these random matchups on a yearly basis. But while that's all hypothetical right now, UFC 276 isn't hypothetical, and it's going to be going on this weekend. There are tons of ways to come out on top in the octagon, and for UFC 276, there's one more with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday in DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Before we get into Hot or Not, I didn't put it in the rundown, but do we have the Pac-12 imposter graphic? I don't know if we have it anymore. Um, but I can tell you who the fuck who the imposter That's exactly is. Exactly why I want. It's, it's USC <laughs> and, and UCLA because they're sitting here. Everyone's like, "Oh, um, we're all in the Pac-12," and then it's just psych. Mm. Well, no. So if you've never played Among Us, like it's literally you go around and two people are the killers. Yeah. Right. And they just you don't know which ones. They go around and they kill people or they kill these little characters. And once you like report a body, like you go and you talk about it and figure it. Figure it out. USC, <laughs> UCLA, quite literally they have the been imposters. hiding in plain sight this whole time. It's, yeah, or the Pac-12 itself is the imposter, like Josh says. They've been disguising themselves as an actual Power Five. So, like, they're not. It is what it is. Let's get to hot conference champions, baby. Oh, I swear to God. What? He's not even. David! He's not even here. It's his birthday. birthday no, it's not, no his it's, birthday. Not his birthday. it's not his birthday. It, it will be. He's not here, man. There's oh, no my shot. God. That's, that is ridiculous. I just, for recount. the record, that was not me. That was David who did that. So. I demand a recount. Absurd. Okay, welcome. Yeah, USC, USC and UCLA yeah, they are 100% are sus, sus. Charles. <laughs> okay, welcome to Hot or Not. Uh, okay, first one. Men in flip-flops. Oh. Men wearing flip-flops. Ice cold. Are you kidding me? Not I don't want to see a man's toes. Not hot. Men should not have their toes out unless they're in a pool. And maybe... I am here for the sliders with socks. Yes, up. I am. I was very anti that as a kid, like growing up. But now I'm like, it's convenient. You just want to slip something on. But also, don't show your toes. Yes. You're a grown man. No man Hide toes. them motherfuckers. So I sliders with socks, toes. but not barefoot. Not barefoot. No. I'm not trying to see your toes. Interesting. No. And with toes unless in you're my at last a pool. name, I feel like I yeah. get a bigger say on this. Um, so yeah, no toes. No I, toes I unless you're at a pool or the beach. If you're by a if you're by a body of water, even then, you can I don't have really your toes, see your toes out. Like, put them in I, the fucking water. Yeah, I don't want to see them, but it's excusable to have your toes out. Um, even if you got a pedicure, I don't, you can have God Himself craft your feet. They're still not God pretty. Did him? He did craft your feet. I suppose, but <laughs> your feet aren't pretty. I don't That's even. Want, I'm not. Your feet are made for walking, not showing. Exactly. Okay. Um, all right. Next topic. Hot or not? Water parks. Mm. I go back and forth on water parks, to be honest with you. Um, they're, dude, they're kind of grimy. They are grimy, and I'm not a huge like body of water. Yeah, like, I'm not just, a water person. I'm not. It's not really my thing. But like, I will never be like, hey, we should go to a water park ever in my life. See, I said that literally a couple weeks ago. Really? Like, yeah. 
uh, it was like a random. I wanted to go to the night splash. They have sun splash, but at night. And I'm, that sounds kind of fun. You can't drink. That's that's my biggest, issue, which I get. I understand. Yeah, you probably should be not consuming to. alcohol where there's large bodies of water. However, if I'm going down a water slide or like a wave pool, that shit would be electric. If I had like one beer, until you wake up in the hospital after four lifeguards had to recover. That's you. also probably true. Um, I, water parks are cool in theory, like I like, but it's just like I don't like. <laughs> That there's no rails, right? Like a roller coaster, your shit's on a rail. It can't go anywhere. But sometimes you get in those like funnels and it's like you go like zero gravity for a second. And if you're not holding on, like it's, it's, it leaves too much room for human error. Yeah. If you're not holding on to the handles, you die. Like those slides, bro. Those slides that literally feel like they're just straight vertical down. Hell no. Yeah, I'm not, getting, Hell on, no. I'm not getting on anything where my skin has to touch a slide. Yeah, I, I need to be in a raft. I yeah, need to I be in like a raft. It. That's the I only like thing. It. They're cool in theory. I'm just not. I feel like I Shane's a like, big water park guy, though. Shane is a big water park guy. Miss you, Shane. I hope you're enjoying Austin. That's for you. For all the audio listeners, you can guess what that was. Yeah. No, I'm going to let you know what that was so your mind doesn't go wild. We just blew kisses to Shane. <laughs> What's next? Okay. Um, hot or not, and I don't mean it literally. I just mean like the hot, celebrating it, but 4th of July. The celebrations are hot. Like I think, like hot dogs and fireworks and baseball. Dogs. I love hot dogs. Good, well cooked hot dogs. Nah, Got to get it on a truck. Char- over hot dogs. Oh, that's fair. I'm I'm a big Italian sausage guy, but you know, hot dogs. You can't go brats on Fourth of July. Why not? You can't go with German sausage on Fourth of <laughs> on American Independence Day. Come on okay, now, dude. Okay, um, dude. But like, you got to get a hot dog over charcoal. Got to chop it up. It's got to be. Particular hot dogs, specifically Mordinsky's and or Salins, which is hey, a Buffalo dog. brand. But Fourth of July, like I like everything that comes with Fourth of July. I love baseball. I love fireworks. I love. Why do you love fireworks? So I, I mean, I don't love. They're cool. Like it's just explosions. Like, I like fire. Um, but that was a different hot or not topic in a different week. And so I set that like a, so I, set that aside for this. Oh, this is tough for me. But you know, at times, let's be real. Not crazy about the country. So what it stands for? Eh. Um, but I like what comes with it. You might not be, you might not see me wearing the red, white, and blue necessarily, but you'll see me eating a hot dog watching some fireworks. I don't, I wish I could say like, I know it's hot or not, but I just want to say like, what would be the mid version? Lukewarm. Yeah, lukewarm. I want to say lukewarm. I love, I love sit by the pool, love drinking. Yes. Love burgers. Here, like Fourth of July, hot, Independence Day, not. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, just for the sake of it, I'm gonna say not hot. Like I I feel like anything that you do on the Fourth of July, you could do just any other weekend, and it wouldn't be questioned. Yeah, I'm more of a yeah. Even fireworks, you could fuck with fireworks on any given weekend. Yeah, I mean, depending on what neighborhood you're in around here, they do fuck with fireworks every <laughs> given weekend. Um, I lived on the west side for a little bit. Those aren't fireworks, bro. <laughs> well, no, sometimes they are. A lot of times they're not, but sometimes they are. Um, yeah. I just, but like Memorial Day, for example, and like Memorial Day, I like what it stands for more than 4th of July. And you get a lot of the same stuff. Labor so, Day, same thing. Yeah. A lot of these holidays could just be one. If they played baseball and had hot dogs on, on New Year's Eve, turn me up. Then I wouldn't need 4th of July. On New Year's Eve? Yeah, because I got the fireworks. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, fireworks, I don't. Fire, I'm not sitting here like so a five-year-old. Like, I'm not being like, ooh, daddy, daddy, let's go see the fireworks. Um, But 
I'd hope not. Shit. If I'm at a baseball game and they're like, oh, there's fireworks after, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, let's go. I'm going to sit. I'm going okay, to stay after. That's different fireworks. That's different fireworks. You're not going to this. Those, they're not picking up those fireworks at the store. Like oh yeah, that, no, fuck the store bought fireworks. I don't care about those. That, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The oh. 4th of July, like I'm I get it. I get the 4th of July big show, like yeah, in a no, city that downtown, shit is what whatever. I'm into. Yeah. Nah, yeah, no, I'm cool with that. But like, why are we fucking with sparklers or everybody's yeah. gathering around no, for sparklers like a five dollar Overrated things ever. And I hate the little shits where it's like you just you light it on fire in your backyard. It's like pew. And it's like, okay, that's cool. No, I'm it's talking a about like process of like, nothing. My the town Ooh, watermelon. Madnachat watermelon. Literally, the food on Fourth of July is elite. Yes, the, 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 the the side salad, not the salad, but like pasta salad, macaroni salad, potato salad, uh, potato salad, hot dogs are elite. You get some, you get some, like you said, the beers. Only time I'll ever drink a, a Bud Heavy is on Fourth of July, um, or if it's the only thing available. Um, <laughs> yeah, hot dogs. Like I don't really ever eat hot dogs, uh, and they need to be grilled. If you're boiling your hot dogs, what are we doing? I'm not gonna oh, microwave. Have you seen those <laughs> microwave hot dogs, bro? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm Leah and I just ate fake syrup, which if you want to see her do, go watch the PHNX Coyote I, show from earlier today. I want to say this name correctly. Dottore Pesta? Yes. He says, you're not getting the good shit at the store. The big ass ones you can get in Mexico and bring back. Those, <laughs> those are, fireworks. are fireworks. Yo, so funny story about fireworks is, so I was like, oh man, I was probably like 10, maybe 11 years old, right? And would go down to Mexico, like Rocky Point with my grandparents all the time. Again, grandparents actually exist. They're not bots. <laughs> so we go down, and it, this was for the 4th of July. Had fireworks. And on the beach, like right outside of the like the hotels, it specifically says, do not set off fireworks. Right? But Of course you set off fireworks. Of course. So I'm like 10 years old. I'm with my grandpa. He's like, let's go do, like, set these off on the beach. Like total grandpa, grandson thing to do. So he's like, I'm going to get these set up. Like, just keep watch. Like, let me know if you see anybody coming. So <laughs> he's setting up the fireworks. About five, ten minutes go by. We're setting off a couple. I'm staring at the fireworks, and my job is to keep watch. And all of a sudden, like, I turn around, and I just see this guy coming, and I'm not saying anything. And he's just talking to my grandma. He's like, senor, you can't, you can't do that here. And my grandpa stares at me. He's like, what? You had one job. <laughs> like, you had one job. So... That may have left a, left a salty taste in my mouth about the whole firework thing. Also, fun fact, this is the same grandpa who I nearly killed while we were golfing and I jumped out of the golf cart. I told you that story. <laughs> yes, I actually do. Yeah, so me and his grandpa have some interesting stories. Um, um, again, also that happened in Mexico. So <laughs> two, two firework thing. I was saying this at one point. I never finished the story. Um, my town that I used to live in back home had one of the greatest fireworks I, shows I had ever seen. And also fireworks at Disney World Elite. Um, mm-hmm. but or Disneyland. Um, also, you ever seen the the old like vine where it's like the guy in the the motorized wheelchair sets the fireworks, Mm-mm. and he he sets like they help him light the fireworks, and then he try tries to move away, but he like his either his thing's stuck or he's not moving, whatever, and they're like move Terry, move, get out of there, <laughs> and all of a sudden the fireworks start exploding like he's right next to his there? wheelchair. I think I have seen that. Back up, Terry. Back up, button reverse tear. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so fucking funny. Oh. And that alone is why fireworks are dope. But yeah, I'm not out here about trying to spend all this money on fireworks to set them off in my backyard. But I like going to see fireworks like at a baseball game or something. Yeah. That's why 4th of July. And driving in 4th of July when you're just like, especially here because it's so flat out here. 
with obviously exception of the mountains. Like you could just look out the sky and there's fireworks everywhere. And it's like, oh, in reverse, that's scary. That's kind of cool. Madden in chat saying the D backs canceled their fireworks show this coming Monday because yeah, the roof, the roof's been broken. Yeah, so the, the game was supposed to be at six or seven, I think. And they normally do their fireworks show after on 4th of July. Yeah. Um, but they moved it up to 3.30 because they can't open the roof. Um, that sucks. Fireworks and gunshots, baby. That is the national, that is the the official that's motto America. of the West Side. That's, a, that's Well, America. yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, but like, if you're asking me what I'm going to do on 4th of July this year, it's probably sit in my house and play video games. Me too. All right, guys, that is going to do it for our Friday fun day. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow the man who is not here at Shane Beef. You can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. Rooting for the Super Mac Pack as always. And we will be back Monday with an audio show, not a live show because it is the 4th of July, but we will be live next Wednesday and next Friday. But for now, have a great weekend. Peace.